Hot 1027 Business with Nzinga. Very good evening and welcome to Hot Business. Thanks so much for being with us. My name is Nzinga Kunta. A pleasure and a privilege to be in your company tonight. We have spent the last few days bringing you a range of views from people from around the world at the World Economic Forum with quite a large South African representation. And the theme at the meetings, the annual meetings, is a rebuilding trust. We know in South Africa there's a trust deficit between government, its citizens, and the people who live in the country. And so our hot topic this evening is about how political uncertainty really damages our economic stability. I'll be speaking to Dr. Azar Jameen in just a few moments. And then we're going to go to the issue of geopolitical uncertainty and those tensions there. What is it doing to shipping and how does it affect us? You know, sometimes when you read the headlines or when you watch the news and they say ships are being attacked in the Red Sea, ships are being attacked, what does that mean for you sitting at home, you driving? What's going to happen with prices? Are we going to see even higher cost of living in 2024? I'll be speaking to Andrew Henrikser about that. He's a managing director for Service Marine. They work in the shipping and logistics space, and, and we'll be having a chat about that. Now, WEF has released a global cybersecurity report, which just talks about the challenges uh, that come with that. And so we'll be going to Kenya to speak to Marita Mutemi. She's a cybersecurity and verifications expert. They run a company, Peleza, there. Looking forward to that conversation and it's January, but it feels like it's been such a long month, right? Uh, Munya Shumba is a financial advisor at Discovery and he's going to be speaking to us about tips for saving money. You know, at the beginning of the year, you always think about what am I going to do for the rest of the year? How am I going to conduct my affairs? What kind of a person do I want to be? What do I want my bank account to look like? He's going to give us tips. And Jimmy Moyaha is going to wrap up the markets locally and internationally for us. Thanks so much for being with us. Let's begin. <laughs> Thanks for staying with us on Hot Business. Now, we know that 2024 is an election year for us in so many countries around the world. But what does it mean for our economy? I'm joined by Dr. Azar Jamin. He's a director and chief economist at Econometrics. Dr. Jamin, thanks so much for your time on Hot Business this evening. Why do our politics affect what happens with our economy? Politics affects what happens to the economy indirectly in that depending upon politics, you get outcomes that are either attractive or unattractive for business and for investment purposes. And so if you end up getting a political outcome that is unattractive, this dissuades uh, uh, investment into the economy and depresses business confidence, and you end up having lower economic growth. Conversely, if you get a political outcome that inspires uh, businesses to invest, to start getting off the shelf and putting money uh, into different projects and creating uh, new uh, forms of uh, potential uh, enterprise, you end up having higher economic growth. However, one has to be aware that one needs to be patient uh, before seeing outcomes, whether positive or negative. In the immediate outcome of a, an election, you don't normally have massive changes uh, in business confidence and activity that can affect economic growth. 
And so, uh, you know, for those who believe that the outcome for economic growth in 2024 is likely to be either better or worse than expected for this particular year, depending on the electoral outcome, I think that is being that is exaggerating the short-term implications of mm -hmm. the uh, the importance of the short-term implications of the uh, economic of the political outcome. Uh, where it can start playing a role is you know beyond 2025 into the realms of 2026 and uh, and uh, later years. Dr. Jameen, what do markets or investors watch when it comes to South Africa? What signals are they looking for uh, to see whether our economy is going to grow or not? Unfortunately, markets are notorious um, in terms of being uh, operated by capitalist elements who seek to make profit out of the situation. And therefore, uh, in their minds, a market-oriented economic political system is far more attractive than one that is dictated to by governments. Markets uh, historically do not have much confidence in the ability of governments to dictate uh, accurately and successfully what is going to happen to various economies. Mm -hmm. There are some exceptions, especially if we look at some of the Eastern economies, most notably China and uh, Singapore, for example, where you have had quite a lot of government dictate of uh, dictator of what is to happen in the economy. And uh, that hasn't upset markets into who, I suppose, because of the history uh, of uh, those economies that have shown that in that kind of situation, where you have a fairly successful government that has the support of the people, uh, you end up do see you do see some uh, positive uh, uh, outcomes and uh, uh, realizations of economic development that uh, one might not see in a democracy where there are disparate views on which way to go forward. But uh, by and large, when markets see governments uh, wanting to uh, abolish the importance of private sector involvement and act against the private sector and regard anything to do with the private sector as being an evil, uh, you, this is not an attractive environment for governments generally. So yes, they have confidence where they believe that government's uh, involvement does improve uh, outcomes but that is certainly not the majority uh, kind of situation that one finds oneself in. Yeah, we've seen uncertainty and unhappiness by the business community in particular over uncertainty, whether it's the mining charter, uh, whether it's uh, NHI now as well, and that causes some jitters. But I wanted to know, outside of that policy uncertainty, the ANC has been the governing party for the last 30 or so years. Uh, and there's more conversations around what would happen if they dip below that magic 50% number. We've seen coalitions, particularly in Johannesburg, not really working. That also adds a layer of uncertainty. Uh, does that e affect you know, how people perceive what it may be like to do business in South Africa or how South Africa may function? Without a doubt, um, I think uh, a lot of confidence 
in uh, any environment in which the ANC loses its majority has been uh, really damaged by the experiences of what has gone on in Johannesburg, I think uh, Nelson Mandela Bay, the same thing, where you've had coalition governments, uh, municipalities, uh, I better not say governments, municipalities, where which have just not functioned and uh, had proved to be disastrous. There's no question that that is one of the factors that is leading to uh, the belief amongst some that uh, rather have an ANC majority than not to do so. But then against this, you look at what the outcomes have been for the overall economy uh, in recent years under ANC rule, and the outcomes have not been particularly attractive. At the same time, they have not been completely disastrous. Uh, the economy has not uh, contracted. It has not grown, but it has not contracted in the way that uh, one has seen with some economies where uh, the government has just adopted uh, policies that are completely off the mark in terms of what investors are looking for. Dr. Jameen, there's also a worry that comes with, and, and that's not an investor point of view, it's that, that dinner table chatter, that social media chatter about the state of South Africa. We know that not just in our day-to-day -day lives, but that too, infrastructure is not being properly maintained, whether it's our roads, rails, ports, uh, we're seeing congestion that, that affects us uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, even if we are not big business people. And there's also a sense that politics is not something that is removed from us. We shouldn't just be voting once every four years or once in our local government elections and then keeping it moving. We need to, as citizens and people living in South Africa, make sure that we are aware of not just the, the big politics, our councillors as well, what power we have, so we're not ceding that to politicians. Uh, without a doubt, there has been a growing disillusionment with the ability of governments and politicians to actually bring about what is needed in terms of social development. And the experience of recent years has borne that out. Uh, there's also a lot of suspicion that the moment you get people into uh, uh, politicians are in it there for themselves, not for the country, and uh, go out of their way to embark upon directing uh, procurement processes in such a way that they, they and their uh, colleagues and friends, connected people, uh, get a benefit out of doing certain deals. And uh, the collapse of many of the state-owned enterprises or deterioration uh, of these uh, enterprises has been attributed in large measure precisely to the uh, notion that uh, what uh, funds that ought to have been and resources that ought to have been directed at actually improving infrastructure, maintenance, uh, investment in uh, the future have been squandered uh, by processes, uh, procurement processes that have been exploited by the politicians in charge to benefit themselves. And there are many, many examples of this that were borne out in the Zondo Commission mm. of this taking place. And that's why there is huge disillusionment at the moment with politicians. Now, how that pans out in the general elections will be interesting to see. But what one has seen in recent years is that a growing 
um, resentment on the part of uh, 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 the electorate to the idea of voting because they see it as being uh, without merit if you keep uh, ensuring that you put into positions of power people who are in it for their own good and not for the interests of the people themselves. Dr. Azar Jameen, thank you so much for your time on Hot Business this evening. The Director-in-Chief Economist at Econometrics is talking to us about politics and their role in our economic stability and in our country, and we look forward to see what's going to happen post those elections. Thank you, Dr. Jameen. It's a pleasure. Hot 1027 Business with Enzinger.